2: You've got the antidote with Dave Hawkins. The sound of Winona Avenue might take you back to the past, and the band does admit to drawing music influences from the past. But that's where the influences end, as Winona Avenue builds an entirely new sound that comes across as bright and cheery. And the music does have positive messages. But you know, it's more than that. Winona Avenue brings in serious topics. We began the night at the beginning with the song Beautiful Beginning. Now we'll go to Paradise from Winona Avenue and our talk with the band. Bandmates and brothers, David and Daniel, deputy of Winona Avenue, have come to the antidote. Guys, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks so much for having us.
3: Yeah, we're excited to be here.
2: Well, I guess it's time for you to take us way back. Was music something the two of you got involved in as kids?
3: Um. Yes. Actually, David, um, he started learning guitar, and then that made me want to learn guitar as well. And I'm actually the older brother, but I thought, hey, he's playing guitar. That's cool. We both like the same type of music, um, pop punk music back in the 2000s. Yeah, that's how we um, started playing music. But then David stopped playing guitar. Immediately. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I stayed with it, though. I guess I had nothing better to do. Um, <laughs> so I, I still played. And then I joined a band. We actually used to be called Blank Pages. You might have heard of us from um, back earlier in the decade.
2: I do and I've got some of your music.
3: Oh wow (laughs) interesting yeah so um, I joined that band and then we performed locally a lot until about 2011 and then we had our biggest show ever scheduled to date and then our drummer left the band so we needed a drummer. So uh, (laughs) I asked David and he, he had drummed a little bit in church worship but I wouldn't Calling him a decent drummer would have been an exaggeration.
1: I was terrible.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, hey, we need a drummer. Can you practice 24 hours a day for the next month to perform this concert with us? Well, I
1: think I had like two or three months.
3: So maybe I'm giving you a little bit too much credit. So two or three months. (laughs) But he he completely nailed the concert. Um, It was a concert in front of like 2,000 people. I think Super Chick was the other band. I don't know why they asked us to play. No one knew about us at the time. Our booking agent did a fantastic job. Um, (laughs) To this day, it's still one of the best shows we've ever played.
1: Why don't we still work with him?
2: (laughs) So let me get the real story, David. You just really enjoy the drums because you get to pound out your frustrations on the kit.
1: What was funny is when I was learning drums, they actually caused a lot of frustration now, I love it, and it probably looks like I'm really mad when I drum sometimes, because I'm what you would call a hard hitter, um, but uh, I love it.
3: What I tell David is just to play as loud as you can, so you can't tell how untalented he is. <laughs> 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 Not really, that's just a joke. We have fun
2: when we're performing music. You guys really are harsh. Who is the most evil brother of the two? Uh,
1: well we have an older
2: brother.
3: Yeah, named we can Derek. we can use Derek on this, right? <laughs> and then we're both off the hook. So our our older brother Derek. And no. he's, he's not a musician.
1: We no. actually all get along really, really <laughs> well. Uh, for for three brothers that are each eighteen months apart, we're all best friends.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: A trip into the past with goodbye from Blank Pages. You know, I thought everyone was like me and into movies, but that doesn't seem to be the case with Daniel and David. Listen to the story. You guys have brought up about Blank Pages. Winona Avenue is quite different.
3: Yeah, it is. We changed our style a little bit. Really, we we changed our name for a lot of reasons. but one reason was our old members in Blank Pages weren't with us anymore. So it just seemed like a good time to to change the name and start something new. Um, I know with Blank Pages, we enjoyed the pop punk sound, like I mentioned before. I I think with Blank Pages, we just wanted to be like the Christian version of Blink-182. And Mm -hmm. as I grew up and got older, I realized, and people told me as well, like, we need to create our own sound. That was kind of the goal in writing um, the music for Winona Avenue, is to create a sound where we're still influenced by the bands I loved growing up and the bands I love today. But we wanted to make it sound like us.
2: Well, that raises the question then, why look to the past for your new music style?
1: Well, I think it's important to write what you love. We still love pop punk, um, but as we've gotten older, what we listen to, I don't necessarily want to speak for Daniel, but I, I think he's kind of on the same page. Our taste in music has gotten a lot more broad, uh, and recently, I know you know we both like a lot of pop music right now, um, and pop rock, and we still like pop punk, and... Uh, personally, I'll listen to just about any kind of music. So we took a lot of our, our favorites, and that's how we got our sound now.
2: You talk about what you enjoyed in music. I'm not sure about if you've enjoyed movies because, you know, whenever I hear Winona Avenues dancing in the pouring rain, all I can think of is Gene Kelly and singing in the rain. <laughs> so are you guys movie obsessed?
3: Actually, no.
1: Not
2: at all.
3: Yeah, I I watch (laughs) maybe one good movie a year. It's actually usually when people have movie conversations, I try to sneak out of the conversation because I don't know anything about any movies.
1: (laughs) I love movies, but I feel like I don't have time for them.
3: After I watch a movie, I always think to myself, wow, that was incredible. I need to watch more movies. But then I don't dedicate that time to watch another movie until like another year later.
1: I think we spend more
2: of our free time on video games and occasionally TV shows. Are you actually telling me that you have never seen the movie Singing in the Rain? I don't want to talk about it.
3: No, never. Actually. <laughs> Honestly, I have never heard of it. I don't know.
2: If okay, I guys, you know, it's been a great it? conversation and uh, we'll talk again soon sometime. <laughs>
0: I'm waking up from this dream and to cold reality. And I realize I was dreaming all along. And it again. This feeling.
2: Let's talk about your name, because it's got to be a story about Winona Avenue.
3: Yeah, um, to give a, a backstory, um, when we were Blank Pages, I know we've been talking about our old band a lot so far, but um, the original member flipped to the back of a Bible, and the page was blank, and he's like, that's our band name. And he did no research to figure out if there was another band called Blank Pages at the time, which there was, we found out. And then as we were Blank Pages, about four other bands called themselves Blank Pages as well. And back in the day, um, there was a problem with Spotify where all the other Blank Pages bands, all of our music would be mixed together in their playlist. Or you would search Blank Pages and, you know, you'd see our song and their song, or you'd Google us and you'd see us and then the other ones. And we didn't really want that problem anymore. So that was one of the primary reasons for changing our name. So we wanted something unique and original to us, and also something that no one else was going to take. So we grew up on a road called Winona Drive, and we were um, very determined to be called Winona Drive for about a week. And then we Googled Winona Drive, and there was already a production company um, that called themselves Winona Drive Productions, and we didn't really want to take that from them or you know, have the same problem that we had with our past band. So our second option was Winona Avenue, so we chose that. And I actually prefer Winona Avenue, so I'm glad that happened. It all worked out.
2: Okay, so if I accidentally call you Winona Drive, stop me.
3: Oh, it's fine. We'll answer to it. Not a problem at all.
2: (laughs) You know, something about your music is, I would describe it as let's build people up type of songs. You know, I guess maybe I'm thinking of Move This Town, where it says, let's move this place a little further. It's well ablaze with an incredible gleam that surrounds us. We can move this town tonight. You know, every community is encountering strife right now. So what's the best way to improve society?
1: Well, for us, we want to write music that's positive and impactful and that helps people. Right now, there's so much music out there that's negative or inappropriate, I guess you could say. We want to be different. You know, we really truly want to make a difference in people's lives.
3: Yeah, I moved this town. I kind of imagine like a quiet town, like dark and just nothing going on. And I kind of picture when I wrote that song just making a difference in the community. And we definitely over exaggerated making the difference in the community is, you know sparks are flying like fireworks but really what it means and we actually recorded a music video to go along with it it's just about making a difference in your community and um and being a light and being a sound to um, help others in need hey i'm daniel and i'm david we're winona avenue and you've found the antidote
2: was move this town from the winona avenue debut album covid is on everyone's mind and it comes up on the next part of my talk with the band and we'll get another song alive in you covid 19 has crushed the touring plans for so many bands so what's happening with winona avenue would you have any concerns about playing shows right now
1: what's happened with us through all of this um We had already booked a lot of festivals and a few other anchor dates for what was going to be a pretty big tour this summer. Summer is usually our busy season. And uh, the coronavirus started to kind of become a thing. We didn't know much about it, so we were sending out some emails, you know, hoping that it wouldn't get to what it has become. And so we we were trying to book some some filler dates and sent those emails out. And then within a few days, things they they escalated. <laughs> and like we're big sports fans, and the NBA canceled their season. And that's kind of when we were like, well, this is for real. Like we should probably stop trying to book shows this summer. Um, and so by the time, People, you know, promoters were reading my emails for us trying to book the shows. Um, They would respond with things like, you know, I really think we should probably wait and see what happens with all of this. Um, And so we ended up not booking any of those off dates. And then festivals started canceling and those other dates we had booked uh, canceled. And we were really just left with a couple of small private events. We think it's important to follow the, the guidelines that are set forth for events like that. Um, we're not afraid to play, but we definitely want to be responsible about it, and we're not actively booking anything right now.
2: Well, then you should tell me, what's kept you entertained all summer?
3: Um, We play some video games. <laughs> 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 and, we, and we work. <laughs> That's the typical day in the life of Winona Avenue right now.
2: Um, Week after week, month after month. Year after year.
3: I think when when the whole quarantine first started, um, there were definitely some days where the only people I talked to were on my Xbox.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who is your music reaching? Like, could you describe a typical Winona Avenue fan?
1: Uh, They don't exist.
2: <laughs> you got to keep the payments up for the fans, you know. Otherwise, they just drop you.
3: Yeah. Um, really, what's cool about our music is we we try to relate to anyone possible. And I know you looked over our lyrics a little bit, and I try to write lyrics that can relate to many situations. Um, I, I never try to write to where it's something very specific. Like I'm not going to write a song about oh, let's drive out to California and go surfing and then play in the sand. I don't know. I'm just making up a completely random. That's pretty vague. (laughs) Random topic. But instead, I would write a song like, hey, Mm -hmm. let's go on an adventure because that can relate to more people because not that many people drive out to California and go surfing and play in the sand. And if they do, it's not very regular, you know, instead an adventure or a trip can relate to way more people. And that's. Kind of my mindset when I write to be as vague as I can to the point where it still relates to people and um, impacts people in a positive way.
2: I get that. But what about those fans? Are they entirely Christian? Like, would non-Christians be able to relate to songs like Alive in You?
3: Um, Yeah, we we hope
1: so. That's kind of
2: part of the goal when we're writing music. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Alive In You is definitely um, a very different song, in my opinion, than the rest of our album. Uh, we wanted to write, you know, one, what I would consider a worship song. I know a lot of churches might still think Alive In You is too rock and roll for their worship service, but I would consider it a worship song. The lyrics say, I need you, God will do amazing things. Um, and it's just about living with God by your side. So, I mean, a non-Christian may or may not be able to relate to it. But if they can't relate to that song, then hopefully they can relate to some of our other ones instead.
2: Maybe if some of those people that went to a church that didn't understand rock music, maybe they should actually try out a metal church for one service. don't follow trends. I usually find bands release one song at a time, or maybe an EP, but Winona Avenue went for a full length on your debut. Is one way better than another to release music?
3: I'm not sure me and David might disagree. I, I prefer releasing song by song anymore, just because it's really tough to get the funding and or the time to record a full length. So we took advantage of the name change um, just because if we're going to be Winona Avenue now, I felt like we needed more than just one song when we first started, or mm-hmm. two or three songs. So having a full length album that you know people can buy at our concerts and listen to at least our first project. But when it comes down to it, I think that it's easier and more feasible to release song by song and really put everything we have into the song. We actually have not released our self-titled album digitally yet. We've been releasing um, just different singles, about three or four singles a year. And they all come from the self-titled album, but it's only available on CD. So it's something actually a little bit unique to what we've been doing so far. So if you wanted to hear our full album, you would have to buy the CD either at a concert or on our online store. But we have um, singles we've been releasing you know, on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Amazon, all the digital platforms. Um, And then every time we release a single, we try to really put a lot into it. We either release a music video or a lyric video. And that's really our main focus for those, you know, two or three months whenever we release that single. And eventually we're going to release the whole album digitally as well.
2: And it's a big project. What is it, 12 songs, three quarters of an hour long?
3: Yeah, it was 12 songs. And it was kind of nice. We had the time to really put everything we could into the album. And um, because during the name change, we actually had a break in between blank pages and Winona Avenue. So we were able to put that time forth um, to be able to record the full length album without rushing it.
2: Well, let's get back to your music. I think one of the first songs I heard from Winona Avenue was Future Me. The song says, if I had known the future me, my destiny, I would not have thought twice about my complication. I'd like to take that idea a little bit further. It's really it's like choosing the red or blue pill. Even though you guys haven't seen the movie, so you don't know my reference. <laughs> Does anyone honestly want to know what the future is?
3: Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on the person. Um, me, I-, I just want to choose to trust God with the future, and that's kind of that's really what the song's about. Um, but it's kind of thinking if I had known. How everything would work out in the future, I wouldn't be wondering why everything is happening right now. Um, the song is definitely about how people think they have everything figured out, whether it be what you're going to do that night or what you're going to do a year from now, where you're going to be 20 years from now. But sometimes things get in the way and the plans you specifically have don't happen. You know, people can be devastated by that, but the song is just about trusting God and trusting God with your future. And um, knowing that if you do that, everything is going to work out in the end.
2: no desire to know the future. Much like David and Daniel, I'm content to leave it in God's hands. Let's move on to our talk about the band's latest single, Masterpiece. We were talking earlier about you guys liking 2000s pop-punk and 2010 pop-rock. Well, I guess you must also like the 80s because you did an 80s themed video for your latest single, Masterpiece. You guys weren't born in the 1980s, so this can't be nostalgia. So why pick that era? Um, what's funny,
3: that was actually our director's idea. Now, there are some bands that I like today that have a lot of the 80s influence. Um, there's a band called Lanny, another band called the 1975. And sure. musically, I enjoy those artists, and um, you, they have some 80s influence. So whenever our director brought up, hey, what do you think about this 80s idea? I was like, hey, you know what, that could actually work. Um, so it was his idea, and it added a little fun element to the video, because the song's a serious message, and it's an important message that needed to be heard, but it was also cool to add a fun element, you know, the 80s theme to the video, so it's
1: not just another video. I would even argue that some of our, our music right now has a, a hint of that <laughs> 80s influence uh, it's it's almost like being influenced by the bands who were influenced by 80s music. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Masterpiece focuses on seeing value in yourself. Then why is it that people find it so easy to be negative about themselves? Um,
3: we just released a music video for Masterpiece and it kind of describes it in more detail. But I think that people actually make up these lies inside of their mind where they don't feel like they're good enough, strong enough, good looking enough, smart enough. Maybe they feel all alone, whatever it might be. These are just lies that they're making up and they're not seeing themselves clearly. And most importantly, they're not seeing themselves how God sees them. Uh, we believe that God created everyone a masterpiece and that anytime someone looks into a mirror, uh, they're witnessing a masterpiece. That song is just to encourage people to look past those lies and to not believe those lies they are telling themselves.
2: Masterpiece fits its own title. That's a really well-done song with great lyrics and an inspired message. The cool thing is, is that this isn't just a one-off well-crafted song. You've heard the band's music tonight, so you've already found out that their songs are all well done. Tonight's guest, Winona Avenue, is a brother duo. Next week's guest on the antidote also has family connections, (laughs) just a lot more of them. The indie folk band, The Hunts, is made up of seven brothers and sisters. Now, if you think that family bands are lame, your opinion is going to change once you hear The Hunts. This band is at the top of the game. But that's for next week, and we still have tonight to finish. Let's get Winona Avenue back to talk, and just to mess with these guys, I have an old soap opera introduction to use for one of their songs. Have a great week. Listening to your music, you get the impression that it's just a light, smooth, easy to listen to song. But you mentioned just a moment ago, these are serious issues that you deal with.
3: Yeah, they are. Whenever I, I write music, I, I don't write about specific situations that happen to me or situations that happen to someone I know or even events that are going on. I try to think of um, things that I know people go through, whether I've went through it or other people go through it. It's not about one specific thing, but you know, just things that I know everyone goes through. And I try to think of a way, how can I inspire the listener that's going through this situation? Or how can I encourage or um, help the listener? So that's kind of the goal when writing the music. I feel like when writing, we have three options. Number one, we can write Negative lyrics that don't help anything that tear people down and that's not even an option for us I couldn't live with myself if I wrote lyrics that made the situation worse for the listeners So that's not an option option two. We can just write really about nothing We can write about having fun whatever it is and I mean, that's great but if we have the opportunity to do option number three, which is to inspire which is to encourage then I feel like that's an opportunity we need to take advantage of to really make a difference in this world and to help people out.
2: Masterpiece also speaks about being made for a purpose. So let me turn that back to you guys. What is the purpose for Winona Avenue?
3: Um, really, our goal is to, to inspire, is to encourage, and to help others um, through situations that they're going through. That's the main goal for us. Um, we want to be a positive influence and want to relate to anyone that listens to our music.
2: Well, tell me what's down the road for Winona Avenue. I mean, besides playing video games for month <laughs> after month.
3: <laughs> Honestly, I would say probably video games 24 seven for the next couple years.
1: And, and then we'll retire and play more video games.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, so like I said, we've been um, releasing singles and we have another single planned Um, It's a song on our debut album, that's the CD release, and it's called Beautiful Beginning. So we're planning on releasing that as a single, which this is kind of our first official public announcement if any of our fans are listening to this. Um, So hopefully, we're planning on sometime next month releasing that. um, So that'll be available on Spotify and all the digital
2: platforms. David and Daniel, thanks for coming for this talk with The Antidote. And best of luck with Winona Avenue. Thank you, and thanks so much for having us on.
3: Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it.
2: This is McDonald Carey, and these are the days of our lives.